Raiders of the Fairies Puzzle Box is rated M for mature audiences only. It may contain nudity, sexual situations, strong language, and monsters that will eat you. The thoughts and opinions stated by Sam, Josh, and Clarence are their own and in no way reflect MTG cast, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or our mom, who tried really hard to teach us the right things to do and say. The following impressions left by Raiders can be helped by strong antipsychotic meds and therapy. Do not swim for up to two hours after listening to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Hey Josh, where'd you get that machine gun? Oh, uh, well actually Joe, I got it for a uh, business opportunity I wanted to tell you about. Oh, <laughs> uh, not again. Huh? What, a, uh, what business opportunity? Joe, Joe, don't do it man. Bad idea. Okay, well here it is Joe. I just bought a huge plot of land and it's gorgeous. It looks over a lake, it's beautiful. And I'm going to turn it into a cemetery. And the great thing is, I've already got all the zoning, you know, set aside. Everything's done. The paperwork is good. And I, I just, I need a little investment. That's all I need. Just a little investment. Because, see, I want to take the dead people, and I want people to be able to have sex with those dead people. Because necrophiliacs are out there, and, and that's a need that I think I can supply. You know, I can get the necrophiliacs to the dead people and make it a legit thing. Yeah, there, there's some pretty twisted people out there. Yeah? Uh, you know, I'm down. I'm down. I'm in. I'm uh, in. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Well, Wait. you see, Joe, um, the only thing is, the investment I need, it isn't money. It, it's the first body. Oh, what? I need the first body. Why'd you shoot him so many times? Well, he's the first body. I mean, how many holes do you think we're gonna need? I, yeah. hit, <laughs> I hit the throat hole. <laughs> Previously on Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Okay. Alright, so I work at a restaurant, and a lot of times we have downtimes, and we play stupid little games. And there's this one chick I work with who's really cool. Her name is Sheridan, and... She goes to a lot of the house parties and shit, so she sees all the stuff that happens and there. she's that, smoking hot. That I don't see. And so she likes to play this little game with me of guess who, blah, blah, really? blah. And, like, guess who has herpes? And, like, these are, this is, like, there's a real answer to this. People I work with, somebody has herpes. And <laughs> so I have to guess until I get it right. And, like, who guess who slept with Katie? And I have to guess until I get it right. So I pulled one on her. And she came over, and she's like, every once in a while I'll throw one at her that she doesn't know about the managers or something. I'll be, and then so I said, all right, so guess who got charged with manslaughter but was able to get out of it? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so she's like freaking out a little bit, and like after a while she just can't guess, she can't guess. She's like, she goes through almost the entire roster of, of our entire restaurant. And I'm like, you want me just to tell you? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, it was me. <laughs> Dude, I've done That's that like so life. many times. You know, ladies following them and like, hmm, this could <laughs> be interesting. Suck. <laughs> it's like, would it be more interesting if I helped her and she walked on as an ungrateful bitch or if I watched her fall and laughed about it and told a story about it later? Ran over and kicked her. Yeah. <laughs> what I would do for $1,000 this week, oh yeah. I would let Mike Tyson eat cherry jello out of my ass <laughs> and then I would French kiss him. 
afterwards. So would I. Oh, I mean, there's always room for Jello. There's always room for Jello. Should know about. Welcome to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box, episode 11. This time we have Butter. And uh, you can find us on Facebook, and you can add us as a friend, Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box, all one word. And you can find us and email us at yahoo.com, Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box, all one word at yahoo.com. And, um, fuck, where else can they find us? iTunes! Oh yeah, bitch, you're such a fucking puppet! How do you like it? Dance! Say iTunes again. Say it again. iTunes! There you go, you're such a dick. You're a bitch. <laughs> anyway. I forgot to mention it was organic butter. This is Teferi's Puzzle Box. Once a week we get together and we don't talk about magic. And then we talk about magic. I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm grape flavored. I'm Clarence. And we've been brought to you by the company that is called... Magic Joe. Magic Joe! He's coming to a local theater near you, and he's going to have sex with your 13-year-old daughters. <laughs> yeah. Not just daughters, though. If you have a son, he's willing to do that for the extra. Eddie's classic, Eddie's Catholic Orthodox, so he can't wear condoms. Sorry. Right. Not allowed. Nope. He's got to have those children. He's got to spread that seed. And make Every sperm is faithful. That's Every right. Every sperm is good. <laughs> and if the sperm is wasted... <laughs> What? I can't remember uh, something punch you in the taint. But Jesus does punch you in the taint. Because he loves you so much. Um, I'm really glad. Joe, I wanted to ask you something. So Clarence and I and you all know the same girl named Caitlin. Caitlin Cox. Caitlin Cox, yes. Caitlin she's Cox. got a great last name, by the way. I mean how many do you need, really? I'm changing <laughs> my last name. Um how far have you gotten with her? Ah, uh, dude. Um, I only kissed her. I was so fucked. No, seriously. Her <laughs> dude, it was just like a... It was How a old is Caitlin? Nineteen. Nine? Oh, nineteen. <laughs> Hesitation. <laughs> Possible. Yeah, nineteen for sure. Nineteen for sure. You saw the ID. Well, she has a... She made this jank fake one. <laughs> so why is she... Yeah. 
I didn't know they let nineteen-year-olds in the fifth grade. That's so weird to me. Right. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about Caitlin? Uh, she's pretty cool. Party oh, with her. Hang out with her. She's really hot. Right. Uh, total tease. Never gotten with her. But it's all cool. Cause tell us about like an attribute that she has that stands out to you. She's a solid nine out of ten. And that doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> yeah, come on, really. what, what are you trying to say? Like she's good at math, or, or uh, she has this form of flaw? She's good at fractions, or she's got a great personality. <sighs> I don't know if their personality. Yeah, they're per- yeah. She's got a really nice uh, body. What? Body. Why are you doing body? This? People can't see. This that. is an audio. Parts podcast. of the body. Why is it just what are you doing with your hands right now? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you she, acting she like she's very attractive breasts? There we go. I would say. She has so boobies. What do you want to do those boobies, Joe? Tell Whoa! Her. What do you want to do with those boobies? Motorboat. 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 I'd always go to her house and her and her like friends they'd just be like Caitlin you have such nice boobs and they motorboat each other I'm just like ah you should be like it's so hot yeah I know like I wanted to but I was just like oh, the line so. forms here I, I was just like dang it and then do her friends <laughs> just so she yeah, doesn't yeah. know but she was pretty cool though to hang out with right right no, she's with us. Yeah, kinda. I have. Yeah. Joe's yeah. been trying to hit yeah. this shit for two years. Whoa! Ever since I Call met Joe, me out. friend zone. She's Call sorry. Me out. Seriously, here it is. Like I meet Joe, and he finds out that I work with this Caitlyn chick, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, so you work with Caitlyn? How do I get with her?" <laughs> that's that's how I my I met Joe. That's how our friendship started. Huh. And then we bought him a book. <laughs> I was like, he had sex with the book. We're that's like, that's not what that was for. <laughs> but I got my black belt in the book. The book was The Art of Kama Sutra. I now have my black belt and will fight anyone. Really? In The Art of Kama Sutra, of course. I will that- take on Taekwondo. You stole that joke from me. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. What? <laughs> mm. That's cool, though. That's all right. Yeah, we got you the book on how to fuck Caitlyn. And you, <laughs> and you failed. <laughs> you, you got to like the preface, and that was it. <laughs> uh, I know. Not enough pictures. Table of contents. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Do you remember that scene on Rested Development where Michael's talking about when he had to introduce girls to his family and stuff and how embarrassing it was? And there was a scene where Buster came in with the boobs, the big boobs, and he was all posing and he was trying to get her to look at something over here. But the way Buster was posing. When he was describing Caitlin's boob, I saw that in my head and was laughing about it. <laughs> so Arrested Development's pretty badass. Great show. I, I, we watched the very last episode tonight. Yes, four, finished it. four podcasts in a row that we've talked about it. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's so fine. We'll watch it. It's worth it. Have you seen it, Clarence? No. You, you got to. It's you, pretty good I'm too busy watching chick shit. It was way ahead of its time. Bad. Yeah, that's true. You There's wait. vampires in it. You Portia wait. De La Rosa There's vampires in Arrested Development. There's vampires in Arrested Development? Yeah. There is. Actually, I remember. It has that Michael Sarah kid or something. Absolutely. It? It yeah, yeah, it's from Superbad. Uh-huh. He's pretty talented. Mean, well, since kid. we're talking about it, guys, what's the best yeah. thing you uh, saw on television this week? Sam, you want to go first? Sure. I, uh, there was a moment in the rest of development that... Uh, <laughs> the, the next to last episode where Sing Michael it. Sarah and, uh, and, and finally, like the whole series, he's like... The, got a crush on his cousin and feels horrible about it and he doesn't know if he should go through with it because it's his first cousin and this is actually his father's twin sister's child <laughs> and it's, it's really taboo and then they're forced to share a room in the same house and everything and uh, they they crack open a couple bottles of fake wine they didn't know it was fake and he they end up getting to second base only for the next day they 
went through Maybe's baby book to find that they had pictures of her, like, coming out of her mom and everything, like, a whole series of shots. And here's uh, series number 20 in the shot of you crowning. And, <laughs> and, and they had to sit right next to each other and look at these. And it was great. Just uh, the, the uncomfortable. If you know Michael Sarah, you know how he portrays the uncomfortableness around the girls. It, it, the awkwardness, thank you. And it's amazing. But the best thing I saw on television this week was Futurama. Last podcast. Yes! Last podcast, I was like, I'm so excited. The next, the Futurama's back. And it turns out, as I was talking about it, it was playing on television inside on Call Me Central. And I was saying, I don't know when it comes on. <laughs> and now I've seen the first two episodes in the last week. And, and they, they're back. That's all i got to say. It's amazing. I, I'm laughing hysterically. Very New proud. Very good. happy. It, it's, it's so far so good. Two, two episodes in. It's, just, it. uh, it's like the movies. Did you ever watch the movies? The movies blue. I talked about uh, them last you podcast. Like, I kind of liked them. I, 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 they I pretty... said they would have made great episodes, but they, they no, seem to like, just liked, drag on. I kind I really like. I don't know. I thought it shows the talent from after they quit to where they are now. I think it definitely increased in their talent. Yeah, for sure. How much they progress. And their new stuff is really good. I think too. the thing that's dragging on is this lie. They're not going <laughs> to make new episodes of Future Run. Future well, what amazes me is how they got, like, all... They still have all the same people. All the same voices yeah. and everything. After all this huge uh, high hate is, they're all still there kicking it. So, Clarence, what's the best thing you saw on television this week? Alright, so I'm prepared for whatever's about to happen. But uh, the best thing I watched on television it's this week Hills, Hills. was Hell's Kitchen. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Vampires. The, <laughs> the NBA Draft. What? The NBA Draft? They were making dishes with true blood. Because uh, <laughs> the Oklahoma City Thunder got garbage. Yeah, but that's like a minute of the NBA draft, which lasts like five hours. Except for... The, Two days, actually. No, it was definitely longer than a minute because they drafted three people and then traded all three of the people they drafted away to get Cole Aldridge. And that was their plan from the beginning. You know this, right? Yeah. Okay. I know nothing about NBA drafting. You can trade after you draft? That's, that seems to defeat the purpose. Just, can you rip little kids off like in Magic? That would be sweet. Ooh. Like when you trade? No, you rip old people off. Did you, you try to use people. a slide of hand effect and be like, look at the puppet, look at the puppet, and switch the papers? Can you lie to him? This, this guy's not as good as this guy. Yep. So give me two of those. That's exactly what happened. Well, very cool. I knew it. All right, so the best thing I saw on TV this week was She's Out of Your League. It's a it's a great movie. Soccer yeah. movie? That one? What? Sure, we'll make it about soccer for you, Joe, if you'll, if you'll watch it. Nah. Come on, what's soccer. It, what's it about? Rawr. What's the movie about? Who, who's Monsters. Who's Fuck, if I know, I don't know. It, it's uh, Jay Bouchelini. Recognizable people, but I And know. Alice Eve are the main characters. Right, it's just about a dude that it's pretty self explanatory. Gets a girl out of his league. And they don't think it should work out and no one else thinks it's going to work out and so it's, it's kind of generic but they do so much more with right. it right like the the friendships that he has are really hilarious oh yeah the, the supporting cast is great the supporting cast is great <coughs> anyway like I said that was the best thing up until about this afternoon when I got a, a text message and I clicked on it oh the thing you sent me yep the Harry Potter trailer I, I almost watched it my kids interrupted me right, it's a two minute long trailer for the the upcoming final movie and it's not the final movie sir it's part one of the uh, the fights of, of the oh, final the trail, book. The trailer showed part one and two. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go yeah. on. This so, is still yeah, the final. Pretty movie. badass. Um, I, I don't want to tell you about it. Just go to YouTube and watch it. 
Uh, Tell him the link. Backwards question mark with the with a little line over it that you there's no key for. Squiggly scenery thing. <laughs> Joe, what's the best thing you saw on TV, Dish? Uh, Talk. I don't have a television because it got stolen. It's not about TV as much as I have a television that hasn't oh, been plugged well, in for tell months. You, and during business law class, my teacher watched it. Let's just watch the World Cup. So I'm watching a little bit of the World Cup. Sweet. And it's pretty sick. I saw how Americans sucked it up. Fuck you, Ghana. We lost. Why do all the magic podcasts? Seems like they always mention the World Cup. Okay, okay, all of okay. Best movie I watched because no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not whatever. saying okay. deter. Movie I did watch this week on my computer was Breakfast at Tiffany's. Up top, yeah. bombing movie. You, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn is so hot. I think I remember so that film. Hot. As I recall, we both so kind of liked hot. it. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Thank Audrey you, Hepburn is Breakfast hot. Breakfast is Tiffany's, huh? Yeah. Alright. Audrey Hepburn is You really should have stuck with the World Cup. Really no, should have stuck with I'm the World Cup. I'm pretty proud of that movie. There's no vampires in the World Cup. She's really hot. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> How high were you? <laughs> I wasn't. It was a good movie. But no, okay. Brazil plays tonight in the World Cup. Oh, yeah, Brazil plays uh, 1.30 Some, no, on somebody, Friday. Somebody played it. No, so they won Friday. today. Brazil didn't play today. They want no. They don't play till Friday. Oh, because last game they played was Portugal. And fuck! Stop talking about it, Christ! It's a guy kicking a ball around over and over again. No, it's a bunch of guys. Kicking Are you sure? They played last Friday. I thought they were all the same guy because they were black. No, Landon Donovan is white and he rocks. Bobby Hill said it best. The best thing about soccer is when the guy says. At least one. They get so excited. Not even that sometimes. In 90 minutes. <laughs> so excited. Alright, so what's the. Uh, we're going to talk about podcasts now. Joe, have you ever listened to a podcast at all? Do you have any Not in, talk radio? I've never actually listened to a podcast. Not even I have listened to. Uh, I have listened to your guys' podcast, but I've also listened to um, talk radio before. Okay, tell me a little bit about your talk radio experience. Um, I've listened to. During finals week, I listen to a lot of talk radio. Like. Because I was just up all the time, like so I didn't NPR have to or no. I okay. listened to Neil Bortz. This is the same thing your brother. Yeah, said I know because like, he said it because so he wanted funny. to take it from. I don't know. He's queer. <laughs> uh, By the way, if you, uh, from but, episode was it ten? Yeah, ten with Dan's his older brother. Joe, but I do. Who's Jim watch, Carter is did, also. Did a he say coast to coast? No, okay. Space Coast. no, it's called coast to coast, <laughs> and it's it's kind of a political. Not really. It's like a bunch of. They talk about political things a little bit, but the main focus is, like, conspiracy theories and crazy things that have happened to people. Yeah. So you'll have these Oklahoma hicks or somewhere. Give, give us an example. Like, They'll call in, and they're just like, an what? alien abducted me last night, and I want to sue them is this for anal probing me. Yeah, they talk about no, stuff no, like that. No, no, you actually heard this conversation. No, but Tell I have heard sure. Was it our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us when you have heard. I want to get an example. Of what uh, I have heard guys call on there, and they'll, like, talk about how... They think uh, President Bush, for instance, was being influenced by aliens and he was setting up the whole World Trade Center as a calling, as like the giant crop circle, because three buildings blew up and it was strategic in the way that it looked on the United States, so it singled aliens from outer space to come into America yeah, that and that And brought us Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they just call in on these ridiculous conspiracy theories and so I'm like, complete fools. And it's quite funny to listen to. It's on at 12 o'clock at midnight. I like conspiracy theories, but I don't like retarded conspiracies. No, but this guy... I think that's the only ones I do like. No, but what's great is the guy that's on there, he doesn't call him out like you're stupid. He, like, goes along with it and makes it sound even worse. So he just agrees, and he's like, really? You were abducted and he touched you? You want to sue him? 
what, what was that like when he touched you? He eggs him on. Yeah, funny. he like eggs him on there just like, well, when he touched me, uh... Oh, <laughs> Show us on the doll when yeah. he touched you! Yeah. Because <laughs> he's really into it. Right. It's quite funny. So, the best podcast I listened to this week was Mudcast Columbus, and I actually listened to it this afternoon. It was the newest one. The I have listened to it, yeah. You, this is the first podcast you've ever beat me to. Because I'm trying to catch up all those top eight magics. Did anyone else see that? That's ridiculous. Go on, Josh. Oh, I was yeah, just going to say, like, booyah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, it's, it's Columbus. It's good stuff. It's Smodcast. It's like I'm <laughs> telling you from episode one, go check it out. It um, the thing that sticks out in my mind is they're reading the news articles, as always, as per usual. And one is an overseas news article about a man who was seduced by a cow. And That's awesome. <clears throat> she wanted As it. I said. See the way she dressed? The way she reads that bell? That's exactly. It, it, it was, I, I can hear Scott Moser saying those things. It was a Hindu. It was a Hindu, Hindu <laughs> young man. He was 18. So the cows are sacred. Well, after he was caught, seduced, he had sex with her, and he was caught having sex with the cow. Uh, right. By his ball? Because right. that would be so amazing. 18-year-old dude. No, he's out in a rice pad. Or this is classmates, uh, or pad thai, or whatever those things are called. And uh, his friend or buddy walks around the corner, sees him fucking the cow, holding him from the behind, you know, <laughs> thrusting whatever. Holding and the uh, the he goes and tells mouth. the elders, and the elders, seriously, this is not this is not made up, or at least maybe made up by Kevin Smith. Uh, the elders tell him, you, "You can't make this shit up. <clears throat> you must marry the cow." So they get wow. married. They get married, and. Uh, well, to make a long story short, it didn't work out. And so the cow had to be drowned. So they drowned the cow because the guy was having sex with it, which I really think is unfair. So, so you should have drowned the guy. So you're saying, like, next time I'm in a fight with my wife, I can drown her in the bathtub and it'll be okay? <laughs> if you were Hindu. Wow, how the fuck did you get that out of what I said? <laughs> um, Holy shit, I'm, I'm calling her right now. I'm telling her. Witness protection program. All you baba. No, how bad for this cow though? You know, the cow got fucked. Then it had to marry the fucker that raped it, and then it got drowned because it got fucked. Fucking cow, you know, it's horrible. Um, I don't know. That, so that's the best podcast to listen to. So there's plenty more on there as well. That's just one of the stories they talked about. Um, who wants to go next, Terrence? You wanna? Uh, basically, up? this week I've just been listening to listening to a bunch of old Monday Night Magics. Sweet, sweet. I've been uh, redoing the comic book room, so I've been bagging and boarding comics all week and just kind of had the computer up there listening to. We have the same night. We appreciate that. All I've, been listening, <laughs> all I've been listening to is Monday Night Magic, and it's pretty great. Listen to it. Anyone instant stand out to you? You want to tell us about? <laughs> I re-listened to the Revenge Crimes because that shit is hilarious. <laughs> that, that seriously, like probably in their top five best episodes. And you're just saying best that because pop- you can't think of another one, right? Yeah, I really can't think of another one that would compare, so it probably, probably is their best one. Yeah, probably is the best one. I've listened to all but maybe the first 70. What was the, which, that's a lot, I realize, but still. The funny thing is, though, I didn't listen to the newest one. Right. I don't know why. Because it has memory in the title, and I'm like, oh, titties, what's going on? But I didn't listen to it, because I was listening to all They had that delivered one today, it's as good. of like 8 o'clock. They're going away. Sam? As I said, like I've been listening to a lot of the Top 8 Magic because I was everyone saw they put up, what was it, 12 episodes yeah, like 12 and everything, episodes. so that's how I'd be deterred. But, uh... It's only like 7 I, I, minutes I long. Well, it ranged from like 7 to like 30. 
per part. That what is this podcast? Top 8 Magic is Brian David Marshall and Michael J. Flores. Well, first of all... Oh, okay. Like, the Fiveless Flores guy? Yeah. Okay, cool. And, 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 well, and, and Brian David... They both write for uh, Daily MTG on the other ship. Yeah, I look on there. Yeah, they both write for that. They, they, they both work at an office at Top 8 Magic. It's a website, and they also have articles on Top 8 Magic that they both write for, and they both have their own individual website. Go to, no, right. go to MTG Cast, and for an example of how... How well put together podcasts are. Just click on the first one on the list. Okay. It's yeah. called Attacking for Attacking Game. Attacking for Game. It's at it the top amazing. on the right. Very first one. It'll make yeah. you appreciate everyday life a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to think, wow, that, that deer is really pretty. Yep. Sam, let's talk about uh, Top A Magic. Is there something you wanted to point out specifically? Well, I don't know. I enjoy a lot of their... I really enjoy hearing their opinions and everything, but it's really hard to agree with them a lot of times, especially with their colleague. A lot of decks, nod decks, and cards, nod cards, and it, it, it just kind of they kind of get pretentious Ugh. and whatnot about it. And, and and that just makes the listening process very slow for me. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? And you're moaning and groaning like you're pooping. But I think, but I think the best one I listened to. No, I didn't write anything down this week, as you guys noticed. Uh, So I was trying to remember from memory, like what are the other podcasts I listen to? And Yo MGT Taps was, I think, the only other one I listened to this week. And uh, and I always really enjoy old Joe and Big Head Joe getting together and talking and whatnot. Yeah. And I finally decided the reason I think I really like Big Head Joe is he reminds me of Tim. If when you really get to listen to him, not uh, really like his pigeons on magic and everything, but just his attitude and mannerisms and the way he acts and stuff, it really reminds me of Tim. So and just opinionated, but yeah, like, yeah. not to the point where he won't listen to anybody else. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So to the T, there you go. And so that's something I really enjoy. Well, that's cool. So that's the uh, podcast we listened to this week. Um, I want to move right into our movie category this week, which was what is the movie that had the best special effects that, like, in your opinion, that you've seen. For the time period it was in, and what scene in it, like, did it for you. Um, I'll go first this time. Mine was Jurassic Park. Uh, the first time I saw Jurassic Park was in theaters, and the, when, you know, before that, all we'd seen was claymation dinosaurs, and they'd fight each other, and you could pretty much see the little wires and everything, and they'd bite somebody, and they'd cut to another scene, and it would be like a claymation guy. Because all around. Josh has watched up to Jurassic Park was OETA, and that's it. And claymation films. I love claymation. Stop, stop, stop co-animation. <laughs> stop co-animation. That's a podcast. Yeah, yeah, you're completely <laughs> forgetting about Godzilla as you're making these statements. Right. Well, even Godzilla was just a dude in a suit. Anyway. But so you're saying all we've seen <clears throat> at this point was this shit when you're completely forgetting about the dude in the suit. Alright, well here it is. Godzilla, not a dinosaur, Sam. He's a monster. Uh, he was a prehistoric monster. Uh, no, hey, I think he I'll was, tell you what. Uh, let's let the listeners decide. Why don't you email us and tell you? Tell us. Was Godzilla a monster or was he a dinosaur? Well, he was a monster, but he no, was he was that, a hybrid dinosaur. You're, you're they explain it. He was a cross between the Tyrannosaurus and the They say it on a couple different of the movies that he was a cross between the two. No, they think he was, but they don't know that. And now you're just trying to change what you said. <sighs> Whatever. You were wrong. Anyway, so he is Jurassic both. Park. That's my opinion. And uh, the the point, the part that got me was probably you know what you're thinking of immediately. It's where they get out and they see the uh, brontosaurus, and they turn and it pans out, and there he is in full life, and he moves and looks real, and you're like, holy crap! And it yeah. was in theaters, and the sound was loud, and he makes a little roaring sound, and you're like, whoa. I remember that it moved you a little bit inside <clears throat> right. when you saw right. that. You were just yeah, like, like whoa, "Wow, whoa, that was so cool!" Anyway, so that's the uh, that's the movie I thought. The, the, fir- 
the first time I watched Jurassic Park was about three months ago. Really? <laughs> so <laughs> really? it's not as impressive to you. So I, yeah, I saw it at the theaters when it was brand new. Yeah. Joe, why don't you tell us uh, about yours? Mine, I guess, kind of relates to yours because I was thinking on it on, about it on the way from Stillwater down here. And the only conclusion I can come to of a movie that just really amazed me in graphics at the time was actually the Godzilla movie where he's in New York. <laughs> That's weird. And the scene where Godzilla sits down and he breathes a fire and you see it for that one thing or he like does something that fire comes out. I thought that was the craziest special effect I had ever seen at that time because it looked so realistic. And today with the 3D goggles or glasses or whatever that would come right at your face, it probably looked really cool to me today. I don't remember. I've only seen the movie once and I remember I didn't like it. Yeah, we watched it really? on that at home on a, off a of DV. Or it was actually VHS yeah, even. VHS. I just remember watching it when I was a kid, so I don't really know. No, it's cool. Like when you're a kid, you don't know if the movie's good or not, but I don't know. No, that, that's it, exactly what I was looking scene. for when I asked the question. Yeah, I remember that one scene, so. That's what I want. Uh, Jurassic Park is similar to me. Um, Sam, why don't you go next? I thought long and hard about this, and I only kept. I kept coming back to the same thing, the same thing every time, and and I, I'm ashamed to say, Star Wars Episode Two, Clone Wars, when Yoda pulls out the lightsaber. Okay, yeah, that's hot. But, okay, basically a lot of the shit that they did in like Episode One, really to like the pod race and everything, like just going back to it, it, it all blew me away the first time I saw it. But the, I actually stood up in the theater when that happened. I was like, yeah, you get that. Yeah, I was like the little black guy. I I I almost started re- yes, yelling again. But no, that I I can think of rare times I've been moved that much. Even during Avatar, I think I was doing a fist pump in my head. So that's cool. In Toy Story. Toy Story three? No, the first one. The first one. Yeah. That blew, that, that that shocked everybody yeah, a little I think, bit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it gave me bad dreams definitely. actually. That Pixar shit when it first came out was mind blowing. I watched it the other day on TV. It definitely doesn't work. As good today as it did then. Well, well it was yeah. 1996. Yeah, but it's years just, ago, dude. It's just so weird because I just didn't think. It's just weird to think of graphics that way and how yeah. much we've progressed within 10 years, 15, 15 years. 15 years, yeah. Pretty amazing. And Andy's all grown up and going to college. It is. Yeah. I haven't seen Toy Story 3 yet. So don't That's spoil awesome. It. Don't spoil it for me. It's awesome. I love I haven't seen Toy Story 3 by the way but I listened to the Remember When where they talked about the whole thing through so I know everything that's happened right. and I'm completely okay with that so with like HIV contracted toys die and Woody laughs at them as he burns them yeah turns out Woody was actually a possessed child's yeah. toy like child's play and it was the devil oh that's right I found out they didn't really see the movie they just kind of made it up so it was one of those Disney underlying yeah, Woody that you always hear about <laughs> it's the Richard Donner cut of Toy Story 3 <laughs> Woody I'm gonna chop your dick off I'm gonna shove it in your ass there's a snake in my boot and you're all gonna die tell us about your movie man uh for the Fifth or sixth time since we've been doing the podcast, wow. I'm going to talk about Terminator 2. Hell yeah. Oh, that's fine. It I didn't was on think my about short that. List. It, was it was on my short list. The scenes from the future. I couldn't, I could, yeah. <clears throat> I went, I got like a top five and then I just couldn't not yeah, pick it. had it. to be the liquid metal. The when he, yeah, when it. he comes to, well, when he goes into the helicopter and he's like, like, flows yeah, in flows and then sits down and. Yeah. What about when he walks out of the fire and he's just kind of a blob? And that was points. pretty cool. Too. That's the first time you see it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing. No, the part. first time you really see it is like in the mall when it kind of not not no. when he gets shot and the bullets just kind of like explode right, and you don't come back. 
you kind of put it together then, but you don't really, yeah, you don't really get to see like, oh my god, what this guy is the real deal. You might just think, okay, he's a Terminator with the liquid covering. Right. It was. And how was the T? How was that model in T three? Better than the T1000 because it was the T1000 and T2000. Because yeah, that's the only thing I thought. Yeah, because she's like, smoking hot. She was hot. And she was a hot woman. That's why she's the better model. Like, did the robots come to the same conclusion that humans would? That like female hot females are better right. than just about Whoa. anything else, <laughs> right? Because you're more approachable. And I imagine that really is true. Like, if you were going to devise a perfect assassin, a woman would be better. I, I don't understand. I still don't understand why they thought that model was better. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay, anyway, so that's the, uh, the movies we, we did this week. No, that was definitely <laughs> my favorite movie, the special effects. Yeah, that was the movies. Is that's that all the non-magic content? No, no. No. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. We got it. We got that's ridiculous like a, That's stuff. like an unbelievable <laughs> more. Um, so, the most unbelievable lie that we told this week. Does anybody want to go first? I'll go first, because right. mine failed. So we had a new car hub at Sonic this week, and uh, which is where you work. We've never actually mentioned that. Yeah, I work at Sonic, and uh, I'm the general manager. And I hired a new car hub, and it's my assistant manager's little brother. And so I sent him off to be, to be trained by another one of our car hubs who's about his age and whatnot. And I'm like, about 15 minutes in, I call him back over, and I'm like, Hey, Adam. I just thought I'd let you know that Bo is uh, gay, so, you know, he's, like, completely homosexual, so just, I've done this if, he before. Starts, if he starts hitting on you, yeah, you know, just let me know, so that I, I can take care of it's it. It's like a big dog, he starts humping you, just let him finish. And, he, and he's like, okay, I'm like, what, dude, no, he, he'll probably want to put it in your butt, just, you know, be careful, and, yeah, it goes on, he's just nothing. Uh, so I think that Adam wants both. That That's what I'm sweet. going with. Dude, if you just like hooked him up and they're like, freak him out. after story, that'd be sweet. Nothing happened. It didn't, nothing. It didn't <laughs> freak him out. He just kind of went with it. You know it, what you man. really should have done? You should have written a note. Like, it really sucks. Yeah, it's looking Bo said he wanted me to give you this, and I didn't feel comfortable at first, but you seem pretty comfortable. <laughs> and here's a note. But yeah, says, so what, what's the kid's name? Adam. Right, yeah. Dear Adam. I would like to stick my wiener in your butt. <laughs> I think Love it would feel real good. <laughs> real good. Maybe for you too. <laughs> but yeah, so epic fell on my Right. Next time, write a note. That's what it's all about. Do you want to tell your line, man, or shall I? I'll go ahead. Uh, mine's an older one that I actually, I had a different one, but Clarence just reminded me of one of the things I, I, I used to run a little restaurant. I used to hire new kids and stuff and tell them ridiculous things. Uh, oh my god, I just thought of a better one. Then do it, tell it. Are you sure? Yeah. This is this is a more current matter to do with us here in the room. Absolutely, sure. If it's better. So one time, Sam... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> looking at me, and I'm like, now I, want, I gotta hear it. You can't just like lead into it like this. Okay, guys. Josh isn't Jewish. Oh, uh, that's it? I know, I know, right? We've carried it on this long. Why would Josh you Josh isn't that? Jewish. I... 
Isn't it good though? It mm, doesn't no, it's not things. a fact that Matt Tosky did. Yeah, we're oh, come on. I out. thought you were going to tell us that the shit that we Well, what is one of the greatest ones I told yeah, you? Yeah, I, I thought that's what I was going to hear. I think your <laughs> best line was that the shit that you gave us for the fucking 5K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 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 no, and if it was, it wasn't me. That wasn't me if it was. Alright, edit this part out up until now and you're going to tell your lie. What? Okay. Okay, well, the. I used to hire kids and everything, and, uh. Uh. Okay. There's this. It was, it was mostly high schoolers and whatnot. High school guys, and, you know, the, the girls come into the restaurant and everything, and they're always like. Why don't you we tell went, us about the town that this was in? This was here in Ponca. Oh, was This particular okay. one was. Yeah, this wasn't in. Uh, it was a little small hit town, Blackwell. Uh. We, I hired this kid and I was and I was training with him back on the grill and we we're talking about stuff and I was like I was like so do you like beer and he was like yeah yeah man I was like I was like well my boyfriend just you know gave me this uh, told me about this new beer a lot of and everything yeah well and he was like your boyfriend I was like yeah I'm 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 gay and I'm happily married and he was like oh that's great that's great so I. I, I and then because I did that, I had to go tell a couple other people working real quick. Hey, I got this guy believing I'm gay. Just go with it. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, because you know I'm wearing a wedding ring because I'm actually married, and so it, it kind of worked out. This actually got carried on for about two months before, and then my wife came in and he saw me and he saw me kiss her. Yeah, but that was normal. I slapping ass, grabbing ass is normal. Yeah, I get that. But the first time I had to be a little awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't recall it. Being, What's up? What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> I don't recall it. Do that little nod, you know. Do you remember Kyle McClemmick? No, why don't you tell us about Kyle? He just, he worked up north with us, and uh, I slapped him on the ass one time while we were, while he was carrying this uh, shelf out of the walk-in. Because <laughs> we had to clean him, so I slapped him on the ass, and he throws the shelf down and turns around like he's going to hit me. <laughs> and I'm like... Are you serious? And he's like, don't ever touch my ass again. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so touching your ass later today. All right. He's eating talking later in life. Absolutely. Or he had. He probably yeah. Or he's probably molested by a guy. I like that part in the shield. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made a head. He sucks some cock. Anyway. You find out later he likes it. I'm sure he does. Not really, but. Okay. Anyway, so my life this week is. my Okay, as a backstory, my son was playing at a McDonald's playground. And he's three <laughs> years old, and he he did an awkward fall, and he he got a slight fracture in his arm, so he broke his arm. He's almost three years old. It was it's really kind of an emergency and kind of sad and everything. But leading up to that moment, I've always told him, you know, be careful because if you break your arm or your leg, we have to cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was really bad because after it was all done, the nurse said. Well, I think you're going to be okay, but you have a broken arm. And he just started bawling. <laughs> and I was like, Liam, Liam, we're going to have to cut your arm off. <laughs> He's three years old and crying, and then my wife hits me really hard. And I didn't tell him the truth, but I was just, like, smiling at him the whole time, and again, the hug and everything. And as far as I know... Unless his mama told him different, we're gonna cut his arm off. <laughs> so yeah, that's what that's sticking to your line. Joe, why don't you tell us a lie? In the past we've had our, our guest try to bring up a lie, but that hasn't been working too terrifically. So like I brought up in the last podcast, we're gonna make our guest tell us a lie right in front of us. Well, this is yeah. Uh actually the other day I was at Subway 
And I was pulling, and I was talking on the phone when I pulled in. Yeah. Talking and crying. Uh, was it Subway I, or the Subway Express on the edge? Uh, it was the Subway Subway. Okay. Uh, Subway Fine. Express. Right. And I, it was like, you know, like, and I pull in there, and I'm talking on the phone for a second, trying to wrap up my conversation before I go in there and get my grub. And uh, this guy comes out of Subway and comes up to my car, and he just looks at me and shaking my head, and he's like, you motherfucker, you parked too close to me. And started saying all this stuff to me. And I drive a fairly, like, it's not like an expensive, it's a Lincoln Continental. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of nice looking. So, you know, I was like, I was just like, what is Wait, this? Wait, you're dude? not black or 60. Yeah, but I mean, I was just like, I consider it a nice car. And the dude was just like cussing me out. And he went up to his car and he opened his door and I thought he was going to slam into my door. So what I did was I opened my door and I stood up and I said, and like, in the process of wait, wait, wait. cussing okay, at me. Okay, guy walks out. Tell me what this guy looks like. He came out and he was wearing a hat. And he had a mustache on. And he wasn't really fat. Like handlebar mustache? Or just like uh, 80s porn mustache? It was, no, it's thicker than 80s porn, but not handlebar without... It was like without the bar. So it was like, like rapist. Like, like, yeah, rapist. Rapist mustache. Rapist mustache. Right. And his ugly wife was in this the This guy car. tall? No, medium height. Just looked like white trash. Possible meth... Like, possible... Possibly just started doing meth. Like, not... Not current I haven't been to Stillwater lately. Almost. <laughs> but, like, possibly just started. I don't know. And uh, the dude was just, like, giving me all this crap. And I stood out of my car went, as soon as he opened his car door. Because I knew he was going to hit mine. And I looked at him and I was like, excuse me? He was like, you best not park so uh, close to me, boy. I'm, I don't know. He just started, like, going off I'll on this whole thing. Your ass. Yeah, he just went off on this whole thing. I don't even know what that means. And earlier that week, me and this kid, Kay, uh, Kay and I, we were riding around town, and he wanted to go play airsoft guns in the woods. What's airsoft? Uh, it's like those... It's what gay it's like those, together. It's like these uh, guns that wait, shoot wait, out Wait, 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 wait. Is that the one where you guys take the donkey and then you have that big bat of <laughs> no. country crock butter? And, no, this is a good and story. And the glove that goes up past your elbows? The leather. The leather, yeah. And the falcon. The falcon, too. If you can Continue. afford the falcon. The okay, no, no, no. Yeah, so, we get out the airsoft the guns. We were going to go train. shoot him in the woods, but instead, like, uh, we just didn't. And he left one of them in my car, and one of them was a handgun that he painted all black. And I looked at this guy, and he kept mouthing me, and I just reached in my glove box, and I pull out this black airsoft gun. And I looked at him, and I said, don't you fucking talk to me that way. Guy reaches in his car and pulls out a gun, <laughs> and points at me, and said, are we going to throw down in this parking lot? I got in my car so fast, and drove off like 9,000 miles an hour. It was so intense, I thought I was going to get shot. <laughs> so Joe, the real question here is, what did you learn? <laughs> don't carry airsoft guns in your car. No, you don't park close to the fucking dudes with guns in their car. Don't pull one out on a dude that could possibly have one. <laughs> he kept mouthing me, it and is. I was like, really, like, just, oh my gosh. There's a gun rack in the car. There's probably a gun. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but but it's a lie, right? Yeah, so, that's a pretty believable lie. Right. Way to go. But it was somewhat true. Like, so this like guy the did, whole part. Was no, actually, the guy did park next to me, and he kept mouthing me, and I did kind of like <clears> yell <throat> some obscenities back, like you dirty, rotten person, scoundrel. scoundrel. <laughs> part of the show doesn't want you to know. Because I'm in, because I'm in my old man car, so I'm shaking my fist. Absolutely, you got. Yeah, I gotta sound like an old guy. So the and only time you've actually ever really had a gun pointed at you is when you were forced to suck that guy off. Uh, did you see that on the internet? Red tube. I, Dude, I thought that, that just looked like I, you. I, I didn't know that. Like, I bleeped. I mean, <laughs> He's no. got a magic joke. He makes everything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, 
Peter Inbal. That's his tagline. Yeah, that's what the girls call Just look up uh, tagline Magic Joe and Hugo Longovitz. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the keyword you looked up. Actually, no, no, it's not a Magic Joe. I have a, I have a, I have a name that I call myself. Mitch Straits. Mitch Straits. Huh? Mitch Straits. Mine's always been a little over doing it, don't you think? No, dude. Okay. Uh, it's a profession. You got to sound legit. Yeah, business cards and everything. Wait, wait. You actually, this is true. There's just another part of the line. Yeah, dude, you probably got the software on your computer to make business cards. No. Come on. I'm not making any business cards. Mitch Straits? Oh, yeah, Google it. No, I exist. I'm good. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no. It's like, it's like when Clarence it's told awesome. me that one time, they said, hey, Google Bukaki, and I was like, what's Bukaki? And he was like, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did I. I'm just worried about how many viruses I'll get. B-U-K-A-K-I. No. B-U-K-A-K-K-E. Bukaki. Just, just do you go long of it. You'll find it. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> Bukaki times nine. Okay. Well, shit, guys. What would you do for a thousand dollars this week? New guy goes first. Uh, okay. I thought it long and hard about this, and I got a good one. I would steal my brother's green man suit. Wait, wait, wait. No, yes, he has. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I knew this. He has a green green man suit. First of all, you ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Let's assume that we haven't. Okay. There's this character on It's Always Sunny. He's just this drunk retard. Well, he's not. He's not retarded. I think that right. he has a very low IQ, but he's smart enough to comprehend and do things. So it's really funny to watch like the guy. Complete lack it. of common yeah. sense and just, just naive as shit. Yeah, like a monkey or a black guy. Yeah. So when he gets really drunk, <laughs> or Daniel Lyon, <laughs> and when he gets really drunk, he puts on this full body green latex suit, and they call it the Green Man suit. And he just runs around most of the time. In the it episode. goes over the head and the face as well. Yeah, it's like it's literally full, full body. Full it's body. like blue man and, and green like, man with no clothes. <laughs> and he gets in there and he gets like he'll get really drunk and dance. But one time he fought the Philadelphia like mascot. What was his name? And they like beat each other up. It was pretty awesome. What's the Philadelphia Phillies mascot name? I don't know. I can't remember. The lunatic. It was something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Okay. Anyway, but so I would got the green steal man. my brother's the green, green man thing. suit. What's me? And I, I've thought long and hard about this. I, I think this is the one I decided on. I'd go door to door to people's houses. Love it already. And I would ask them if I can buy their children. <laughs> and the last squad, I'll tell them that I'd like to bring them to my house and I teach gotta, them. I gotta stop you, man. No one's gonna ask why. <laughs> oh, why? Like, really? Are you a babysitter? Well, no, no. We're looking to go out as here as 10 as, minutes. As soon as I tell them why, it'll be pretty cool. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to teach yes. them how to be ultimate ninja warriors. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to wear green man suits, and we're going to overthrow the government. May, may I train your children to be the ultimate warrior? Yeah, seriously, you're going to get into the knock on the door, green man suit, 911. You're not okay. going to get a why. I had that for a thousand dollars. You're going to get children out of your mouth. Or, <laughs> no. matter of fact, if you do get children out of your mouth, they're probably going to deck you. <laughs> Okay. Or well, shoot you. They, okay. People well, keep guns in their house more than their glove departments. <laughs> okay, no, no. Or, say or glove departments. Whatever. <laughs> Compartment. Compartment. Or I would just want to sell things door to door, like beer and candy. <laughs> Fuck kids. that green man no, suit. No, it's just the people. I think it'd be fun. The, to do a the fir- no, the first time Daniel fucking 
the first day he had it, he wears it up to Sonic with nothing else on. <laughs> I'm making the schedule. Everything? Yeah, I'm making the schedule, and I look up, and here's Daniel's fucking cock right in my face. Every little <laughs> back the fuck up. Every little wrinkle. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. When he did this, where, did you know what Green Man was at the time? Yes. Okay, that's awesome. That's even better. Ew. Did, did you see the place where he nicked himself when he was shaving? <laughs> <laughs> 1997? No, but all my the female accident. employees did. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, and right. customers. Well, shit, guys, who wants to go next on a thousand dollars? I don't know if you could top that. Mine's not that good. So can I borrow I'll your go, children for a minute? I'll go first so that you guys can top mine because sure, sure. you can't top that. Um, I fucking hate liver and onions. So. Okay. For That's my, abnormal. For my thousand dollars <laughs> this week, I would put livers, liver and onions in a blender and mix it up, real f- like into liver uh, and onion milkshake. Milkshake. And I would. So you'd add milk. I would pour. Sure. Okay. And I would pour <laughs> it into Sam's belly button, and eat it out of there. It's a deep and belly. And if belly. you didn't like Austin Powers, fur. I that's, have hair in the entire sad. my entirety of my body except for my head. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like even grows up here by my eyes. I got to shave under right directly under my eyes. It's 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 weird. So I would just seriously. I would yeah. And when I was done, I would floss with one of Sam's belly button hairs. You'd only need one. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> You want to go next? <laughs> sure. Uh, mine is uh, a lot shorter than theirs. I would uh, pee on the electric fence. Would you pee on I that? would pee on the electric fence. I don't think it's true. For $1,000? For $1,000? I would pee on the electric fence. I don't actually know anybody that's done that and got electrocuted. It's got... You got anyone who's done that? You got to know the, yeah, the so voltage. You do you know anyone who's done that? Why wouldn't you get no, electrocuted? Isn't the whole concept is it for this wire to put off electricity? I don't know. I don't know. I've never peed. I don't know anybody that has. Do you? Mythbusters, we need you. <laughs> I've probably met them in around like nine seasons. Right? But seriously, do you, do, do you know anybody that's been on Electric Fence, Joe? No. Email uh, us if you've peed on Electric Fence. Or... Do you know anybody that's been on Electric Fence? I'm going to check YouTube in a second. No, no, I mean you personally. Do you know anybody? No. No. How do you turn this thing off? <laughs> <laughs> the button that says off. Josh, what would you do for a thousand dollars this week? For a thousand dollars, I'd set my cubes on fire. Uh, would you use any sort of catalyst? Um, I don't know. What would you suggest? If charcoal. Charcoal. Hairspray. <laughs> hairspray. Do I spike it first? Uh, Everclear. I just definitely Everclear. <laughs> that was Clarence and I's catalyst for many years. We set many fires with many cans of hairspray. Didn't we actually go out and buy hairspray just to yes. set it on fire on more than one occasion? Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> but I vote Everclear for Josh's well, cubes. Here, here's where the twist comes. Not only do I just set my cubes on fire, I do it running down a main street. Like, I'd let it grow out to a nice <coughs> plump forest. Like Harold and Kumar 2? Like 70s point. Like 70s point, thank okay. you. I, I don't remember specifically, and our listeners may not have seen that movie. So, yeah, like 70s point. For those who have laughed. Yes, they did. <laughs> like 74 cubes. Set my cubes on fire and just run down the street. And there'd be this flaming truck. They're like a uh, ghost rider, only not. Because I'm not, like, super. Cool. You're not on the motorcycle. That's a motorcycle! <laughs> 
I think it'd be funnier just to find like a like a common wedding place like the Marlin Mansion and wait for a wedding to be going on, set on fire, and then just like run down the aisle. Or what if you're getting married and you got your back there, but you know you got clean set them on fire and turn on you? My are on fire. I do. I know from Magic Husband. You should. Okay, Magic Joe is actually a magician, and do you? Knowing this Illusionist, bitch <laughs> Right <laughs> You should come up with a magic trick That involves sending your pubes on fire Pubes? Pubes And then what happens? You dove tell me Dove comes out you t- Fuck, dude, you tell me Dude, if you can make a dove come out of my pubes uh, Out of oh, a flame What would you do? Okay. Set them on That's fire. the premise, what do you do with it? So if I had a magic trick Built around setting your pubes on fire What would happen? Yes, what would you How would you end it? How would that trick go? I'll forget you do mm. magic. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Maybe turn every pube into an individual flower. Really? That's really <laughs> intense. Call it the bouquet. Oh! <laughs> You're like, it gives away the prestige. Flower though. pops out. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Honestly. Like an assortment? That didn't do it for me. Give me something else. I'm sorry, man. I know, right? Uh, I want my money's worth. Uh, let's see here. If I There's only a thousand bucks. This is my three-year-old's birthday party we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I would let it. <coughs> I would set the pizza on fire. Right. And take the ashes of it. Oh, I'm liking it. And then put it. And no, actually, no. I would leave it in my hand so it's visible um, for everyone to see. I'm hooked. Both hands. Bring me home. Pube ash. Pube ash. That would smell Put it in horrible. your hands. And you eat it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, sorry. And I would have myself lick both my hands. Oh, but first, I'd show my mouth empty. Right, right. Lick both my hands. Uh huh. And then this I would open my mouth. And you'd be like, "Is this your card?" <laughs> <laughs> And exactly. And you would pull one long. Yeah, I would long, pull one, just one really long pube out. No, no, no. Better yet, like a bunch of little things. pubes tied together. What's <laughs> <laughs> the setup on that? Gotta be like months. And then you whip your pants down and you show everyone that you're shaved, completely clean. Uh, <laughs> like, like, even better, like at the end of it, you pull it out and that's their card. Like tied to pubes. <laughs> It's the Aces Babes that they signed. Like David Blaine shit. The epic. <laughs> Ta-da! All the kids are crying. <laughs> mommy, what is that? And I'm like, dude. How come my pee pee's bigger than his, mommy? <laughs> no. I'll be like, do you do bar mitzvahs? <laughs> do you have a card? Uh, well, uh, okay, anyway, so that's what we do for $1,000 this week. <laughs> Oh, shit. I came up with our top five magic. We're going to go right into the magic content for those of you that don't want to A lot going on with magic. Hit the stop button and talk to us next week. Peace. Anyway, the top five magic this week, guys, was with the new extended coming out, the new format, Time Spiral Forward. Everyone's so excited and hyped and like, what am I going to play? What am I going to do? There's so many options. Fairies. Fairies. And that's what a lot of people are defaulting to. It worries me. No, great Sable Stag, Volcano no. Fallout. I, I made this argument to him just last fairies. night. It's, I mean, it's, it's not, Stop saying it. It's going to be a good deck. 
It's just not going to be as good as your fairy. It'll definitely You're be only the, saying that because you got rid of the bitter blossoms. It will definitely be the best tier 2 deck out there. You think tier two? No. You don't think it'll be tier one? No, no it'll be tier really? one point oh, five. I think it'll maybe. be. I think it'll be fairies versus five color control. I think it's gonna be what Pookie brings. I'm to telling the you, dude. Four color Jace Jund. I'm telling you, it's what Pookie's gonna bring to the tournament. Oh, Pookie. Pookie. And he's gonna beat you, Joe. The retard that plays at our FNM. Pookie has almost beat me once. I will admit. He beat, he beat me. me the other day. He beat me but twice. I don't talk about it. Really? Yeah. Did he beat you like a whole game or just like round, whole round? What, what, what were you playing? Pookie's got it going on, dude. I, I was not playing. He was playing Pokemon. <laughs> In case you guys have forgotten, listen to episode six where we talked about Pookie originally. Episode he's six? just yeah, he, he's a not so bright Magic player. I had to think about it. No, for he's a, a fucking tar, dude. Riri, <laughs> he's a Riri that plays Magic. He barely. You're so much nicer about even, it last time. You can't even understand what he says, but the kid is. Oh, really he has cool. my Skyfisher. I love. Pookie. Oh my god, that was a good Pookie impression. Oh, that actually was a pretty good Pookie impression. <laughs> okay, but what I'm I like saying Pookie, is, though. in case you're wondering, I said I cast my Sky. Fisher. Josh, you, you were really nice about that last time. Did Pookie beat you again? No, he didn't. Is that why you're bitter? No. He beat me last week. No, he's he's cool. I like Pookie quite a bit. But he is a tard. Yeah. Anyway, so the top five this week, based around the new extended, is I told these guys, in your opinion, what is the top five best removal spells? This includes creatures, bugs, <laughs> spot, kill, the b- spot removal, that bass removal. Yeah, spot removal. <clears throat> that gets... If a creature is on the battlefield and leaves the battlefield for, for some reason or another, that's that's in my opinion what a spot removal is. What what's the best way to make it go bye bye? Right. Um. I'll go first since it was my thing. Makes sense. <clears throat> and my number one is um. There's <laughs> lots of fuck. Lots of fuck. I love it. Alright, and somebody else will go first. I don't like your number one, Josh. I'm pulling it up, sorry. It's a little acting a little slow. Is it your number one or your number five? My number five is Vincer. Vincer? Shaper Servant. I actually really don't know. Never Clarence is, comes with Battlefield ability. That's the last time I brought him up. Two blue, two colorless, two two. When you enter or when you cast it, you can bounce target spell or permanent. And so. Flash. Yeah. Flash. You play it on flash. turn four. Turn four. If you don't have any two so blue, two colors, two two with flash. <clears throat> right. He's legendary. Also, also permanent. My number four is Shriek Maul. Shriek Maul's one black and four colorless. It's a three two with fear, and it has an evoke cost of one black, one colorless. When it enters the battlefield, destroy target non-black creature. And just the utility of it. That makes it really good for me. Sam's jerking off. Sam, don't get that on my face this time. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Number three You're is just talking is so the, smoothly. The O-ring, as as we all like to talk about it. The O-ring, oblivion ring, one white, three colorless. Three or, colorless. I'm sorry, seven colorless. Yeah. Seven colorless. It's an enchantment creature, and when it comes into play, it turns into an island. It's not a enchant creature, dude. It's just an enchantment aura. It doesn't come into an island either. Are you sure? Or maybe it does come. And then you draw seven cards yeah. and you remove targets. Anyone again? If you're Oblivion, would you come on an island? I would come on. An island. I would totally come on an island. Two colors. But no man is an island, and I want to come on a man. I want to come on bread. Too bad Oblivion Rig says not bloodly permanent. What? It totally says bloodly permanent. I want to come on an island. It doesn't cost seven colors. It, it doesn't require. Sure? <laughs> it doesn't require. It costs one white. Seven colorless, two blue. <laughs> two colorless. 
in your firstborn. And your first and Josh is cut off. If you don't know what this card is, honestly, That's it's been printed three times in the past two years. Um, tonight we're drinking. What is yeah. this called? This is Dead Guy Rogue Beer. It's an Oregon brewed. Uh, definitely thicker lager, definitely a darker beer. It's very heavy, it's very good. Well, the great thing about it is when I went to the, the store to buy it, I didn't know how much it was, I just put it on the counter and said one of these because I hadn't had it before. Shit was eleven ninety five. I saw that price tag on one of the cap bottles and I thought, okay, this must be good shit. <laughs> yeah, she like rang it like, and she's like, uh, 12 whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> For a six Did pack? I put something else up there? <laughs> yeah, the lid says, uh, Rogue for, for the Rogue and all of us or something. Right, it's pretty good stuff. Anyway, back to the magic. One white, two colorless, a Bivin ring whenever it enters the battlefield. Um, you can remove target online permanent from the game. And then it, if it leaves the battlefield, return that permanent. Uh, my number two is probably going to be on everybody's list, and that's why I want to go first. So it's that's time. Perfect. I know you're going to Bolt. No, it's not the exile. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's one white, uh, exile target creature. And it's they, on our base search. It's library for blah 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 blah. If you don't know Path to Exile, turn off the podcast. <clears throat> yeah, we don't like you anymore. Or well, if you're actually listening to be educated about magic somewhat, you <clears throat> just get a basic layout of your library put to play tapped. No, fuck them. If they don't know what Path to Exile is, turn off the fucking podcast. <laughs> you're a re-ring. Go play with Cody. Cody Bookout, who's also named Pookie. You can find him on Facebook. And Pookie will beat your stomping ass. <laughs> he's actually, I don't know if he's on Facebook. I have no idea. What's your number one, Josh? My number one is Sudden Death, sir. Two black, one colorless. Instant with split second. Target creature gets negative four, negative four. Fuck it is. Hammer your asshole home while you're crying. It came out the same set that Tendrils of Corruption came out originally, so. Right, and it was like the black. Tendrils didn't see much play. Looks like I can get all the play. Yeah, dude. Um, Time spiral, I believe. You! Me! Okay, um, I have an honorable mention because Sam started doing it and I'm a copycat. I have an honorable mention. But my too. honorable mention is Jason Minesculpture in iTunes. Oh, that's. Because, uh, minus one, return target creature to its center. Is that my kind of spot removal? Why not? I bounced a creature from the battlefield, didn't it? Um. My number five is Under the Royal because I was looking for something that bounces and everything costs two. So why not use the one that costs two and if you have an extra two mana you can draw a card. Uh, Zendikar, yeah. Blue Nicolas, Bounce Permanent, Kicker, Blue Nicolas, draw a card. Would you kick this spell? If this spell was kicked. Uh, my number four is Slaughter Pact from Future Sight. It costs three. Cost free. It says free. free. <laughs> it has no cost. It is the casting cost is zero, and it's destroy target non black creature. Non artifact. It's non black non artifact. It reads like terror. Yeah. So. I think he's right because it's like it reads like terror. Yeah. And dark banishing. Dark banishing is what I was thinking. Non black non artifact. <laughs> and at the beginning of beginning of your next upkeep, if you don't play it back up, uh, pay my little. Pay a black and two colorless, you lose the game. Uh, my number three is Wipe Away. Very nice. I almost went with that. Two blue and a colorless. Return target permanent to its under and split second. So, yeah. It's like sudden death, but not quite as good. Uh, my number two is Terminate. Because it's a black and a red. 
from Apocalypse. Yeah. Other sets. And Alora Reborn. Ah, it's from Plane Shift. I'm a liar. Was it Plane Shifted? No. Time Shifted? No, but it's from Plane Shifted. Oh, yeah, not Apocalypse. Why didn't I call it that? Are you talking about Terminator? Yeah. It's a No. Alora Reborn. Remember, like, in the pre-release, you dropped three of them and you stomped my ass? I remember that. Destroy target creature can't be regenerated. You have, like, three giant hatchets. Slaves as well. And my number one is Path to Exile. Even though I hate it. Yeah. Alright, before we get to Sam McJoe, let's go ahead and take a break. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that joke's more than No, are you sure? No. It's awesome because every podcast does it. Except for Creepcast. I've noticed they don't. There you go to Creepcast. Keep it up, Spooky Pants. Wait, not to be gay fucking homosexual pookies. His name's Spooky Pants. I was hoping you'd make a crack on that. Spooky Pants, I think it's good. And then the other guy, Butcher. And not to mention, I don't want to down another podcast. I don't know. They're a great podcast. Don't I just do don't it. get the nickname still. Don't you do it. Something's on the top and the right. <laughs> Shut up. You can't bash them until they come out with another episode. The bashing... Attacking for game. Come out with another podcast. AFG. After well, you listen to AFG, it, there's I like 20 comments friend. you need to read. Can we just it's call the it? one I told you to listen to. Um, it's amazing. Uh, which one? Attack. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Attacking for game. Let's call it AFG in the future. Because we AFG, yeah. Let's I call like it. F A G. F A G. This is my F A G. Uh, I'll go next with the top five. Oh, um, there you go. How far can you get this bottle in your top? <laughs> Not very Not far, far, but there's somewhere else. From attacking for game. Uh, my honorable mention this week, I went with Cryptic Command. Just because I'm so excited about getting to use it again in the new Extended. It's, and it's such a great card, and it does so much more than just removal, but it can be used for the removal that you need. That was almost my honorable Yeah, well, I figured to make a great honorable mention since its primary function is not removed. What I do think is great... My other one was Bantron. What I do think is great is, like, when I put this out, you guys are like, oh, everyone's been on the same one. And I'm sure Path is probably on most people's, but... I had to put you it noticed that's the only one that's crossed over? Go ahead, man. I know, I was going to put Condom, but you didn't... Uh, my number five I have is Flame Slash. I know what you're thinking, but no, I think, especially in this new Extended, it's going to be great. It's going to kill Goyf most of the time. It's gonna. It takes out Malak or Blood Witch, who's gonna be even more power, powerful in this new extended. Seriously, Flame Slash, one red, one red sorcery from Rise of the Eldrazi that does four damage target creature. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Seriously, even though you went to their pre-release and drafted two of them, and even talked about it on episode four. Right. I, no, I talked about a one red spell that did four damage. I didn't know the name. Okay. Well, it's yeah, called it's Flame Slash. It's it's sorcery. sorcery. I know, yuck, but one red to do four damage to a creature. I think will be. I think it's going to be a lot more relevant. <clears throat> um, on my list, I searched through all the answers. Tournament playable, though, man. Are you really going to put that in a deck? Yeah. That's, That's what I'm saying. Yes. That might be a sideboard yes. card. You will not play that card. If you have red, yes. For one, uh, for one, you're going to use that for your one red spell. Unless you guys are going to start naming Bolt and Magma Spray. And no, we're not. We're going to name Lightning Bolt. Yeah, I said Bolt. Oh, you said, yeah. God damn it. Okay, and my number four this I week. Zombies. My number four, I had a tie on my number four. I know you guys think that's stupid, but I had a certain system that I went with on this. And, uh, Whiplash Trap? What's Whiplash Trap? Yeah, okay. If a, if an opponent had more than one per, uh, creature coming to play this turn, you, totally you may play it for one blue instead of its casting cost, and you return two target, up to two target creatures with their owner's hands. Or you can pay three and two blue. Again, instant. man, these are the best ones in extended, in your opinion. 
Whiplash Trap is so underrated, it's ridiculous. I love playing against I got it. Okay, what I gotta say is... <laughs> it is so underrated. For one blue... Okay, think about it. Bingevine being one of the most popular cards right now in the current standard. Sure. What is everybody trying to do because of what Bingevine does? Win the game. And what's gonna help you get there? <laughs> Whiplash Trap! Banner. I'm removing, telling you! Removing this card is hot! From the game with Just wait. Oh, yeah. Bam. And it costs, like, I think one hey, less. Hey, I did say number four. Guess what? Guess what's further up on my list if you guys just wait a we second. We don't know yet. Okay, it, uh, uh, Whiplash Trap tied. You have never used any of these cards. I have so used Whiplash Trap so many times in draft. It's uh, ridiculous. In draft. <laughs> Shut up. When there weren't better <laughs> cards to use. Okay, I mean, it tied with... Nullstrom Pulse. <laughs> no, I know that's what Andrew Clarence was going to How play. did it tie with Maelstrom Pulse? Because Maelstrom Pulse isn't actually as good as you think it is. Oh, okay. Not an extended, <laughs> oh. I agree. Yeah, yeah not, especially not in the new extended. When he has the Bitter Blossom tokens out, and you're like, oh, oh, fuck that. that. I do believe tokens mm -hmm. is going to have a great showing in this new extended. Oh, I'm going to show you a great show. Joe, come on, Joe, did you not think about tokens when when, when you heard okay, about this new first format? On my mind, he played black-white tokens. First like a thought on my mind was black-white tokens, and I thought, Thank you. what beats black-white tokens? Fairies. What beats fairies? Everything! Nothing beats fairies. So Jund beats fairies. Anyways, that's my number four slide. <laughs> I, I, trust me, guys, watch Whiplash Trap. It's gonna get played. Jesus Christ. Number three. Sam is, uh, oh, I have an announcement real quick. Uh, this is Sam's last podcast. <laughs> I actually have terminal cancer. He's going to get whiplash trapped right the fuck out the door. <laughs> I'm going to get returned to my master's hands. <laughs> All right. And it feels so good. Sam's number three My number three is lightning bolts. Yes, it is better than flame slash, but I believe as far as spot removal goes, flame slash is relevant. That, that's all I'm trying to say here. Lightning Bolt is, of course, recognizable as a wonderful spell, and everybody knows who it is. So moving on to my number two is, in fact, Path to Exile, because it is easily a, the best one-for-one one in the format, e so easily. And it's your number two? It's my number two. So what's your number one? I, I That's why I said the one-for-one, one, because my number one is, in fact, Jace 2.0. Easily one of the better cards in Magic, and the fact that he also gets rid of a creature, as as well as so many other things. He so he is easily the number one as far as spot removal goes in Standard, especially right now. Jace is being used as the only spot removal in most Tier One decks. I don't know. So Gideon there you go. Can do it too. Yeah, he can. I mean, but, the, but, the they, first, but Gideon. The only the only creature you really off with Gideon is if they have a tapped is like a Baneslayer or a Lotus Cobra. Anything else you, you're going to be using his other two abilities because they're so great. But Jace, one of the better cards in Magic, easy. So, okay, um, I don't know. Woot! I have one. Speak up, sir. Okay. Josh is doing vampire <laughs> shit to Joe. I have one card that I count as an honorable mention. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Because I think it's pretty sick. I just saw it spoiled today. It was a card called um, Com uh, It's called Combust. And deals yeah. five damage to target red, white, or blue creature. At it was not spoiled today. That instant speed, I think. It was an instant speed. And it's speed. one one red, one colorless. And I see that seems to be a really good card. Very relevant. In the yeah, it seems really relevant in the format. I don't know. It's a good sideboard card. It'll be but sideboard. for main deck play, uh, I said for my number five to be Smothered. Which Can you guys one, hear that train? We sorry. I'm sorry black. if you can. That sucks. Stupid train. Go on, Joe. Uh, Smother yeah. is one yeah. colorless, one black. Destroy target creature with casting cost three or less. 
And that seems pretty relevant with all the two casting cost creatures, such it's as Tarmogoy. It's very underplayed. Yeah, right now. I think it'll be a really good card. Uh, Manlands. Yeah. Definitely for Manlands. If you're thinking about playing Consuming Vapors, turn to Smother instead. It's going to work better for you. And my number four, I thought, would be Oblivion Ring, because that card just takes care of just about everything you really need, and it's a good spell for white. Uh, my number three, I probably would have to say Maelstrom Pulse, because that card mm. really is pretty diverse and all the other things it can do. I didn't and I think in the new format. I think my number two, I would have to say Jace the Mind Sculptor, because he's the Maybe not ever, but he's up there. He is awesome. Would you say he's the best card in Extended? I don't know much about Extended, but I think in this new format, after Time Spiral rotates out, because that's that's, that's things about. that I know. Goyf. I think Jace 2.0 will be the best card, and will go up to hundred dollars by the fall. You think he'll be better than Goy? Two hundred dollars? What? I, no, hundred dollars. Oh, okay. Two hundred dollars. But no, I think. I think Goyf is a good card, but until, when, when he rotates out, Jace 2.0 is the best card yep. in extended. I'll back you up on that. Because it's I so diverse. I think the Jace 2.0 is better than that. So do I. Yeah. Really? It's so ridiculous. You can oh, brainstorm, no. you can bounce creatures, you can look at the top of their deck, and you can But here's kill. where it gets funny for me. I don't think Jace is the best card in extended. Really? Yeah. What do you think it is? Uh, I'd speak up. Um, maybe, maybe Gideon. Gideon is good. No way. See, I couldn't decide between I would Gideon pick Cryptic or Jace. Command over Gideon. Yeah, in a heartbeat. I think Cryptic Command will be. Maybe Elspeth over Gideon. It's because Elspeth is so resilient. Elspeth was not that good until Gideon. Gideon made Elspeth. No. Good. You haven't. I don't. You, you don't. This you, is do my you not play, Do you not play Elspeth in that deck? In that Planeswalker deck you play? It is, it's in my deck, and I do play. And it's my opinion, like I said. And you can, you can disagree, but that's my opinion. And. But as my number one, my number one is Cryptic Command. Yes, because it is. It's removal and so much more. Next to Jace, I mean, if you have to pick a card that's not a Planeswalker that just doesn't dominate the format, let's let's say Cryptic. You're in a game where you need an answer. On turn four, on turn four, if I'm playing, answer. Do you want to top deck Jace or do you want to top deck? I want to top deck a cryptic. And if I am playing a blue deck and it's turn four, I am more scared of a cryptic than I am a Jace. Or you can just top deck Jace and then mind brainstorm and then also put a cryptic in your hand. Also, the two work really well together. I know, but cryptic takes away a whole turn. It counters their turn. It basically it stops their turn. I think the one turn they have on their turn four, maybe if you play first. They're going to play something, tap out. They have no creature in flight. Tap all their creatures. They've lost their turn. They have no turn. Yeah, blue control is going to be quite powerful. Extended. I think we well could arrive too. in this conversation. I think what happened is Cryptic Command, after Lorwyn rotated out during the Zendikar block, it like made this metamorphic change and cut a deal with Mephesto and got embodiment and possessed Jace. Thus, we got Jace the Mind Sculptor. Okay. I don't know, cryptic. Sure. Sick, yeah. <laughs> well, wow. think about it. Cryptic Command had four modes. Remember, guys. How many modes does Jace have? Episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got another playset of cryptics actually the other day. I got my second playset. So. That's cool. Um, Hold on to it. All right, so that's our top five for this week. It was uh, spy removal and the new extended format. 
And that's why we make top five lists that are tournament related. Because a lot of the times, because then there's argument and there's more relevant talk, and really. listeners get something out of it other than cards that make Sam laugh. Hey, entertainment is important when it comes to podcasts. They listen to us to be entertained, sir. Not talk about what was it? But if they want to win tournaments, they don't cards know that start with the letter J. Is a possible card in a deck? No, they don't. Oh please, God, don't take this advice. Please do not play Whiplash Rat in any deck. You I'm telling you, think about it. <laughs> right, here's, here's or Flame Slash. If you're playing red and you're playing Flame Slash, stop playing red. <laughs> no damage <family> spells. <laughs> Right, okay. How are you getting rid of Malachar Bloodwitch? Terminate? No. Right, I'm so getting rid of Malachar Bloodwitch. Normally, this is the part where we talk about a little yeah, magic. Go ahead, man. So, the game I played this week, I was trying to build new extended stuff with. Uh, I was going from lower one up because I don't know how many tournaments I'll be able to play in with the time spiral up. And so I was like, Magic Workstation, new extended, who wants to play? And I got to play against somebody who apparently didn't get the message and was playing uh, Mirrodin up Affinity deck. And you stomped him. And I was playing Red Deck Wins, and so I won on turn four with uh, turn one Goblin Guide, put him at 18. Turn two, already had one Goblin Guide, played another one, played a Spark Elemental, put him down to 11. Turn three, with the two Goblin Guides and a Hell's Thunder, put him down to three. Turn four, I untapped and had to choose between Lightning Bolt, Flame Javelin, and Blightning. To uh, kill them. Okay, so he wasn't playing very good affinity. By his second turn, he should at least have like three mere enforcers in play. He did not. Or he frog had mites at least. Springleaf drum. Yuck, yeah, he wasn't playing an good ornithopter. And he kept tapping his ornithopter for mana to thought cast, but <laughs> never playing the cards that he thought casted for. Hmm. I don't know. So he didn't know what magic was, he just stumbled upon. That's fine. I still beat it. I'm turn four. I played a good game the other day. Played a game with my standard deck. Listening. What's your and, standard deck, Joe? Uh, yeah, Eldrazi Conscription, because it is the best deck in standard, I will say. Isn't there like two versions of that? Mine is the mythic, very expensive version. Okay. And what happened was my turn one was Noble Hierarch, Greenland. Uh, turn two, uh, the Green White Filter, and Lotus Cobra. Uh, floating one. You say filter, Lane, you mean fetch? Oh. No, no. Green White Fetch. Yeah. Are you talking about extended? No, I'm talking standard. Green White, Sun Petal Grove. Okay. Uh, M10. I call them the filters. Those are called dual dual lands. Okay, M10 M10 dual lands. lands. Play that. Uh, Float one. Play second noble hierarch. Turn three. uh, Play Bane Slayer. Turn uh, turn four. Cast Sovereigns of Lost Alara. Attack with Bane Slayer with a 18-18. Uh, Did you have Finest Hour in play? That was one of my favorite plays. No, but I thought... Do you play Finest Hour? Do you play Finest Hour in your game? No! Why would you need that? That happens on turn... You should. Dude, when I played Mythic Inscription, I played both the the Conscription Package and Finest Hour. I won so many more games on Finest Hour than I did. I just thought it was pretty ridiculous to pull out an 18-18 on turn four. Yeah. No arguments here, man. Yeah, Yeah, So that's probably the best game in Magic. Yeah, Fly. probably best game I've ever played in my life. Dragons and Demons. It's so it. fun. I yeah, played Bad I played like Conscription a lot. That deck is just stupid. It like, is you stupid. think you're going to lose, and it's like Conscription. It's like you or do nothing, do nothing I win. One of my memorable games was against John. And yeah, silly I shit. mean, it's just ridiculous the things it does. I played a game last night against Blake Dawes. He was playing that Red Deck Wins deck that Josh put together. 
and I was playing my green deck, which I've modified well, somewhat. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, since people don't know. It's red deck wins, but it's using anth- uh, it's like everything good, at, but Josh put Anthonomancer in it. Anthonomancer. And the main deck. Anthonomancer. And he doesn't need to be in there. So otherwise, it's it's really good. I think that's a good card for a standard. It's in my side not for, for a, not for a main deck. Yeah, possibly not main deck. Not main deck. Not with not with fetch lands in the format. Moving on. Uh, and I played a game with them last night where like I like I have told you guys before in my green deck I run like the mythic uh, mana rent package where I did first turn noble, second turn cobra uh, into black lotus because I had a fetch land and. Uh, yeah, where you know where I was able to drop a uh, Cobra into Leatherback Baylock, and then third turn I was able to just drop uh, Colony Hydra no problem before I even played a land. <laughs> we call it the uh, Black Lotus because you get a double land drop which produces mana, and then you're able to tap Lotus mana. plus fetch land equals three mana, and which is Black Lotus, right? For no mana, you're not paying anything. You're just yeah. getting three mana. Maybe it'll catch on. We'll I wasted and shit. a lot of money. Should <laughs> 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 about that black lotus, man? Yeah, we use it as a bookmark. <laughs> I mean, honestly, no, it's a divider. It is a divider. <laughs> it's used to divide cards. Our because it's black in a big fucking that we can that that the three of us shared has become a divider. <laughs> It's a nice conversation piece. It's like, look at my Black Lotus. People are like, that's cool, you have a Black Lotus. Yeah. When's the last time you used it? Oh, it was 1997, I remember. It was spring. <laughs> yep, Tracy Amy was out. It was a great year. The flowers on the trees were just starting to blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Who was on the radio? <laughs> Who the blowfish were very taking nice. over? <laughs> very we nice. miss you, Howard Stern. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Like I said, I didn't play any magic this week. I still have a great standard build. I just haven't had a chance to play it. I really like your standard build. I, I like how Scepter of Dominance is actually like dominating, dominating the format right now. Is it? Yeah. It's, yeah it's, Another it, it, decks other than mine? Well, just Super Friends, basically. You're not necessarily playing Super Friends. You're playing like a variant of, if you yeah, will. I, I talked about it before. I mean. But yeah, they've adapted uh, the Scepter of Dominance. Really? So yeah. I, wow. it's, it, it's Mike J. Flores won't shut up about it. I mean, you really should read his articles, man. That's so crazy, man. What is this, like the third time I built a deck and then it... I've always said it was good. What's what's a uh, Super Friends? Alright, it's basically... Okay, so it's that okay, All-American Control. I'm playing Vengeance 2... No, Jace, it's not All-American Control. Go two, on, Josh. Two Jace Berlins, one Jace Sculptor, um, two Chandras, two Elspeths, two Gideons, and four Scepter Dominance, and basically uh, Spreading Seas... Wall of Omens, uh, Lightning Bolt. Basically, the idea is to fuck with their permanence and basically, and, and also to get with their mana, like, so they can't get the shit between the spreading seas. Scepter of Dominance, which says stop tap target you permanent. Uh, Johnny Vengeance says keep target, target permanent tapped. So, you know, once you tap it with the dominant. It's so funny how often you end up targeting lands with that. You always think, like, yeah, but I mean, that's where you really can win the game, is if you can get that. It's the only reason so you beat your, me because you kept my Thornling tapped. Tapping shit and blowing their land up and uh, going off ultimates on everybody, you know, blowing up their land, doing 10 damage to their field, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So it takes Exiling a while. Exiling their library. Yeah, it's definitely it's a control. control deck. But I'm also playing Baneslayers and Sphinx of the Dwar Isle. And so, like which I don't like. You played Sphinx. You did take that out. Oh, man. Sphinx is amazing. It, it's not as good as you think it is. No, it's a 6 for. Isn't it a 5 5? 6 for 5 5 Shroud. 5 5 Shroud. Hey, don't get me wrong. And it's, a, it's a good card. It's just not good in the format. Right uh, 4 days, like 2 Marshall Coups. 
Yeah, it's like it's just board control, and then you win. It's kind of like a quick. You should take out. You should take out Speaks of Dariel and put it wide spring. Oh, oh, loves bite spree. You no, you should just wait. How do you lose after drawing four cards with that deck? Because you're tapped down the attack and kill you with. Do you have, have planeswalkers out? Conscription 18, 18. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're playing against conscription, then yeah, you're going to be having some board things for it. You're going to be ready for I'm it. Never you might lose game one against conscription. Again. I did play one time. It's so good, and I'm really liking Mind Shatter right now too. Mind Sledge is winning games like for vampires. The only time vampires win is when they get off in Mind Sledge. It shouldn't be a deck. The only thing that pulls it is it's Mind Sledge. Uh, it, but uh, my but. But Mind Shatter is like the Mind Sludge that you can put in in non-mono black I think Mind can bring you games. Mind Break trap. trap is nothing but potential. It's nothing but potential, but I don't think it'll ever see serious play. I don't know. I think it could have good sideboard quality. I think it's really good in EDH. I hate, <laughs> I hate the trap cards. You hate all the trap cards? Like, like... I'm failing to come up with a good one. Summoning Trap! That's a good one. Summoning Trap is... Summoning Trap is... What about Cobra Trap? 611 Snake Tokens? If you played Summoning Trap and Legacy and you had a 2,000 card deck... Right. If you were able to... Card pull to play Summoning Trap, it would be good. Right. You were able to manipulate... Listen, listen. If you were able to manipulate your library and put something... Some creature on top that you could Summoning Trap into on purpose... What would that creature be, Sam? What would be by what creature in Magic History? I would probably go with, uh... Oh my god, what are they called? I can't remember the elephant that has it. <laughs> probably be a Malish hero. Uh, probably be the uh, Heir of Duty. <laughs> Nobody that... that that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a sorcery. sorcery. I would go with Benalash Hero because banding is so relevant in every format that you can play it in. That's next time at the vintage tournament. I'm playing a full banding deck, Absolutely. but we'll, we'll but we'll just talk about banding next time. Alarm is going off